Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to join the Broadway musical for deliverance, ladies and gentlemen, Don McLean. Good morning, Don. And do we have a special nickname for Mike? We don't yet. We got to come up with that. Okay, maybe he can help. Because sometimes yeah. when you're given a nickname, Mike's our producer. Today. But you can't yeah. give yourself a nickname either. That's one of the no. rules. So uh, I just got to wait. Okay. It's got to happen organically. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. Good morning. Alexis is off today. And good morning to all of you on this Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to You Go Girl Day. Welcome to Headspace Day, only celebrated in Australia. Welcome to International Day of the Girl. Welcome to International Face Your Fears. Welcome to Kraken Day. Welcome to National Coming Out Day. Welcome to National It's My Party Day, which you can combine those last two. Welcome to National Kimberly Day. Welcome to Sausage Pizza Day. Welcome to Own a Business Day. Welcome to Southern Food Heritage Day. I love that one. That's right. I'm all about that one. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Dawn McLean, who's been off yeah. the juice for a while. She kind of tripped back during her Europe trip, but... <laughs> I did. <hi>. How <laughs> are you now? Are you still... I'm, I'm, I'm having decaf today. It's a oh, decaf okay. chai. Uh, just the classic kind from Starbucks. And okay. I love it. I put some cocaine in it, so it makes it really good. Perfect. Yeah. Just a little coke. That's yeah. Mike. That's how we have to get through the morning show. We're gonna run over to that studio right now. I Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> to the kitchenette. Mike, how's your coffee? Oh, uh, it's delicious. It's ready to uh, start a fun, exciting day. I'm looking forward that's to it. Right. Thanks for having me. Oh no, thank you for being here. Mine. I decided to go back to my original beverage just for one day only. I went back to the you did? salted caramel cream cold brew. Yeah. Wow. I don't know why. I just. I felt the felt the urge. Okay. So Good. cheers, Starbucks, Angela, cheers. Corey, the crew over there at the Eden Prairie Starbucks, the best Starbucks in the world. Thank you. Cheers, everybody. Mm. Cheers. There we go. Oh, I uh, I was talking yesterday about going to see. Uh, well, it looks like you and I both had. I'm just looking at the sheet mm-hmm. here again. 
You and I both, did we both go out on a school night? Uh, probably. Dawn, what is uh, yeah. wrong with us? Well, you know, whenever a concert is scheduled, you know, you can't really tell them to change the date. No, to a date that won't. you would like yeah, to have. Very true. Yeah. Where did you? Well, let me start with you. Where did you go last night? Uh, I went to the Fillmore and I went to see A Wall Nation, which is one of my favorite bands. Oh. Um, yeah. I must I, admit, I don't know a lot about them. Tell me. Okay, so as far as radio hits would go, their yeah. big hit was that Sail song. Sail. Sail. You know, just um, repeated Sail a lot. Not my favorite song. But, but it, uh, it was uh, it was on the radio. It was it was one of the top forty hits when I was in top forty oh, radio radio. Here this? we go. Thank you, Mike. Oh, I do know this. Yeah. That well, is, let me get let me get to the actual hook here. Come on, sure. Jace. Here we go. Okay. Okay. That one, yeah. I, he's a he's he's a weirdo. I really? mean, the lead lead singer hits super fun though because he really gets into it in a way that isn't like I care that the crowd is looking at me. He's like super into his own music. Oh, he couldn't yeah. care less about the audience. He no, 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 no. He's super into the audience. I'm just oh, saying, oh, like he's oh, oh, feeling it. it. He is feeling it. Oh. So I'm gonna remove this post where I didn't label it on my Instagram and put another one on there. You know, when you just post something yep, and yep, it's like, well, okay, it no, yeah. that's not what I wanted to do. So anyway, it was really great. And then um, another band, Bad Flowers, performed and they were hmm. really good. I didn't care for the people who came to see Bad Flowers. I had Why? to tell somebody all about themselves. Did you? Oh, yeah, I did. I don't care. What did they do? Well, they're about six foot five. And, okay. you know, we, we were there when the doors opened. Yeah. You know, we're waiting in line to be near the front. And I know that, like, concert rules, there are no rules. But whenever, you know, we have our uh, MC's kids with us and they're, you know, five, seven, five, eight, and two guys, they just push a whole crowd, just said, excuse me, excuse me, after being there you know, waiting for an hour, and they push right in front of us, and they're both like six five, and six three, and oh. uh, so we MC just huh. went around them and said, "Excuse me, excuse me," and then they're in front of me, and I go, "You're tall, dude." Yeah, and he goes, "I am." I actually said, "You're effing tall, dude." <laughs> <laughs> and I look radio. at him like, "You don't mess with me, okay." And uh, he was like, God, whatever, you know, they're there to see an emo band. So oh. it's funny to see them try to act tough. And then I told them about themselves. And so then I was in front of them. Oh, so they really weren't there for AWOL Nation. No, they, they were, were there, there for, for the Bad opener. Flowers. Got there it. was another opener and I, it's something like mysterious, but it's like mystique or something. And I can't remember right now. They were really good. They were from England. But yeah, they were there for the second band. And then thank God they left. And I see it was at uh, the Fillmore. Yeah. By, isn't that a cool venue? And, and, and people, it's in North Loop right next to Target Field. Yeah. Did you like it? I, I really liked it. Um, yeah. It was, it's kind of cool to be in a new venue. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say that because our beautiful old venues are awesome. But as far as like being on the floor at the Armory, I know that that's fairly new that it opened, but it's, it's an old, it's concrete floors. Yes. So this has at least wood floors, which was a little bit better on the 
on the hips and the knees. I mean, even the, the kids old. last night were like, my legs. And we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're standing for four hours. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but uh, it was a great show. Um, you know, didn't play Here Come the Runts, my favorite song, but that's okay. Oh. You know when you're waiting for, for the song for yep. the song, and you think they're going to come out and sing it, and then after three encore songs, we're all about leaving early. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, got S. You got S to do. You got you got like the I bed go to, to do. Sleep. Yeah. And, go to bed. and uh, MC's like, do you care to leave right now? I'm like, absolutely not. I would love to leave. And the kids yeah. are like, yeah, let's go before the crowd. You know, they're all on the same page mm-hmm. as us. So we're like, great. And we Peace. walked. We walked out, and it's like we don't. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to wait to hear it or be disappointed that I didn't hear my favorite song. There are a lot of songs that that were awesome. Or or the second worst, and it happened at that very venue when I went to go see Debbie Gibson at the Fillmore. And <laughs> you're, I know, a completely different artist. But anyway, but when you go and your artist sings the song that you want, yeah. but they sing it. Weird. It, weird. And that yeah. happened with Debbie. I waited for Electric Youth. I love that song. Go ahead and judge me. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's a favorite. There's a perfume based on it. Yes, there is. Her perfume, yeah. Uh, I love that song so much, and she decided to do it like a freaking jazz tune. No. Like, no, 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 no. You can't do, this is Electric Youth, you can't do Electric. You can't do this as a jazz hit. <laughs> You know, what the hell are you? You can't do it like Billie Holiday. What are you doing? Oh my God. This is electric youth. This is the definition of 1987. Yeah. You can't do this, in, you know. Did people but, start smoking jazz cigarettes? I, yeah, they did. There's a saxophone player came out with sunglasses. Really? No, but no, I'm just Was joking. there a pot but in the crowd? At there was. Debbie Gibson? Oh, yeah. Are you oh, kidding yeah, yeah. me? Oh, oh my yeah. God, I was joking. Yeah, no, pot to get rid of the knee pain because, uh, you know, they're all our age. You know? <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. AWOL Nation, they're just trying to. Whatever, youngin. Increase their good time. Exactly. Um, yeah. And we're, we told, like, the kids have been to actually a lot of concerts. Yeah. Uh, their dad takes them to a lot of concerts that he can get them into. Yeah. And um, I'm like, you're probably going to get a contact. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, just put your shirt up over your nose you know and you'll be fine you'll be fine they'll smell it and they would look at each other and i'm like yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. Uh-huh. i had a mask on i was like one of two people in the crowd with a mask on <laughs> but you know hey i'm just not willing to take the risk right now especially at, at hubbard where we always have a low amount of staff members yeah you know and when one goes down, it's like the whole troop goes down. It's true. So. I didn't want to come in here and, you know, possibly infect people. Infect Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, coming up, uh, a little little programming note. So coming up next, I have an ab fab related to my school night outing. Oh, good deal. And then at 830 in the third hour, I have a big fat movie review. Uh, Colin and I have been doing this um, occasionally, and I like it. It's fun. We, we've been doing... Weird Monday night date nights. Like out of all the nights to have a date night, we've been oddly going out sometimes on a Monday. We did it last night and we saw bros. And Oh yes. And boy With Billy Eichner. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have a lot to say. Okay, good. I have a lot to say. 
And that's coming up at 8.30. So, but when we come back, a little ab fab and uh, White Castle news from Dawn. Stay with us. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Wednesday, the fall guy meets Elvira, mistress of the dark. Then on Dynasty, Alexis trial begins. What are you trying to do to me, liar? Guilty or innocent, Stephen holds the key. I know who killed Mark Jennings. All starting at 8, 7 central. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Now, there's a show that isn't talked about a lot, The Fall Guy. Oh, on, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember, really. That yeah. wasn't my jam, is it? No, it wasn't not mine either. Yeah. In the country. But uh, Elvira, man, that's 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 network television at its best right there. Elvira <laughs> making a special guest appearance on The Fall Guy. Oh, oh wow. I wonder yeah. what episode that is and what she did. I don't know. It was 1984. Sexy, I guess. I oh, 84. Mm-hmm. Great. All new classic commercials this week. I downloaded a bundle of them, so you'll be hearing those all throughout the week. Right now, welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, Alexis is taking some days off to be with her mama. Uh, Hope she's having a really good time. Uh, Micah filling in, and uh, good to have you back, Mike. Thank you so much. And uh, I told uh, Dawn we both kind of went out last night on a school night, which is rare. And more than kind of went out. That's right. Yeah. We kind of really did go out. Yeah. And I have an ab fab that I'm going to characterize as an oldie, but a goodie. Absolutely fabulous. And I like to do this from time to time because, and I understand why new restaurants or anything that Gavin Kaysen does, if he clips his toenails in a right way, uh, he's written about, but uh, I like to give a shout out to restaurants that, are getting her done that, mm. you know, that are, are, you know what I mean, Don, that yeah. are old, older, but don't get the buzz or the write-ups, but are still fantastic. And I think they should, because, you know, it's like a divorce rate. Restaurants are hard to maintain, believe me. So if you, if you're a restaurant that's been around for years and you're still packed and you still have good quality. Um, and I came across one yesterday that I used to go to a lot when Colin and I lived by Lake Calhoun, right when we uh, got married, right actually it was the place that we lived for for v- listeners of our show. It was the place with the demon. Remember that, my talkers, <laughs> the demon on the ceiling. Um, I, I my bedroom. Oh, yeah, that's the demon uh, on the ceiling. ceiling. Yeah, that's the place, everyone, to put you in Jason and Alexis uh, uh, Dateline. So. Wakami is today's ab fab. Wakami Sushi and Asian Bistro. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on Amazon any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay. It is a favorite of sales manager Sonia Ungerman, just like me. We both love it. And they have some of the most inventive roles, sushi rolls, roles that are great entry points. If you're not like, if you don't love sushi or you're unsure of sushi, they have enough cooked rolls uh, that that's a good kind of training wheels for you. Okay. Yeah. And the staff is great. They have a wonderful happy hour. Um, and it is spelled W A K A M E. Um, and it's right off of Lake Calhoun. Yeah. Wakami Bistro. And Don, I'll send you, uh, let me put it in the talk back here. Um, boom. There we go. Okay. Um, just sent it. Great. Um, but their happy hour is fantastic. Uh, we got there just in time. It ends at six, three to six. Um, you know, you can get deals on sake, but the rolls are what's really, really good. As I said, uh, if you're not real big on real raw sushi, they they can help you out. They can help you out. They have some rolls that won't scare you. And uh, yeah, with some shrimp tempura or lobster tempura, um, there's cooked steak in one of them. Um, they just have a nice variety of roles. And for Americans. Exactly. <laughs> Sushi for Americans. Yes. But we, we haven't been there in a while. We used to go there all the time because we quite literally lived behind it. Ah. Um, <laughs> and oh, we used, right. It's right by Whole Foods. Right by Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah. Right off of, uh, right off of, uh, um, uh, I think, Minnetonka Boulevard, I think. So Colin what do you get when you go? What's your um, favorite? The rock and roll. Uh, last night we got the rock and roll roll. Oh. And I can't remember the other one we got. It had lobster and shrimp in it. And it was real good. Treat and they yourself. Ha- yeah. And they had one. They have some of the they have some of the best spring rolls. Colin and I crave their spring rolls because it's served with the homemade peanut sauce that we love. Oh, I love um, I could, roll. Yes. I could make a meal just from their spring rolls. I really could. Um, I could get like two orders and be completely full and not feel gross that I've eaten fried food or something. So Wakame Sushi and Asian Bistro is an ab fab. Absolutely fabulous. Um, White Castle. Yeah. What's what the hell's up with White Castle? Um, well, you know what a pizza bite is? If I said yeah. that, it looks like a little pillow and then there's yeah. hot lava inside that will burn yeah. off your taste buds the minute yeah. you put it in your mouth. Yeah. And the roof of uh, your mouth. Yeah. 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 Well, White Castle, they have um, a new snack in the freezer aisle and it's going to be available later this fall. Um, they're called Castle Bites and inside is basically a White Castle burger. So it's like a pizza what? roll or bite. In, in but a white castle inside there's two flavors hamburger and cheeseburger um, <sighs> so it's just you know those onions that they put on a white castle and then it has a crust around it um they're going to be available in a few weeks at the grocery store now do <sighs> they have here white castle frozen white castle burgers in your I've gr- seen them yes in the grocer's freezer as they yeah, say yeah yes I mean, I've I've seen them I have had those a few times in my life and um they're just they're kind of just as good 
as going to White Castle. Yeah. See, we had a craving for White Castle in my hometown because we didn't have one there. So people would come back from St. Louis and bring White Castle. Like it was something you were demanded to do if you went to St. Louis or Kansas City. Really? Yes. You bring White Castle. And you do eat, you get way too many, and then you'd eat some on the way home, and then Mm -hmm. that is not a good car ride. I'm just saying. Uh, No. I, I, because I have no problem admitting I could eat six to eight of those little burgers without even trying. I can't even go to White Castle because it's not in the plan, but you know, they're they're good. And in a pizza bite or a little bite size. yeah. Yeah. Yes. When we come back, yay is causing. Trauma and drama again. Don has that. Plus rumors circulating from BravoCon. I have that next. (laughs) (laughs) Then he goes on to explain that, um, sorry, you're uncomfortable. And then uh, one of them was like, come on, man, come on. And he like moved Kanye's arm away from him in the phone. And he wanted to draw parallels between the plot of the porno and his business dealings with with Adidas. Um, you know, his brand is b- a billion dollar brand. And he said, I'm only going to work with Adidas if he's the CEO. And he points to one of his team members. He said, you guys have done wrong by the company, by the business and by the partnership. The whole concept of this porn video is that the guy has cheated. So then the girl was like, well, I'm going to do the thing that's your worst nightmare. And he said, this is your worst nightmare. And he pointed to one of the executives. Your worst nightmare is not me hitting you. Your worst nightmare is not me playing you a porn video. Your worst nightmare is not me screaming. We've done all of this. And then he points to the CEO and says, that's your worst nightmare. And then he said to his his friend, he goes, and this is worst nightmare number two. Like, he's, I, I will only work with Adidas if... My friend here is a CEO. And then and then the guy goes, this Adidas guy goes, is it your dream or is it a nightmare? What are we doing? And then he said, what you're feeling right now is extreme discomfort. This is actually one of Kanye's friends who he wants to be the CEO. And that is exactly the point, because when someone steals this man's ideas, his creations, it's like you're stealing Kanye's child. They are all children in his mind and you've kidnapped them. Oh, God. Okay. So that's the gist of it. There's more that you're just like, this is really, we're really manic right now, you know? And people have said that he's unmedicated. I thought at some point he did get medicated, but maybe I'm wrong about that because I just didn't want to assume he's unmedicated. No. But he has been tested and he is bipolar one. This is like, he's really, you can tell, like, he's just having a hard time. And I know that, like, we're all saying, like, oh, well, don't make excuses for him. But this is just, I'm just pointing out an example. This is how twisted your point of view can be. You know, if you're in a manic state. Yeah, and you're bringing porn into a business meeting. meeting. I, it's one of those, I, I, I saw Bethany Frankel post about, post about yay yesterday speaking to all the people that are frustrated and like how did this happen how do we let these individuals like rise in prominence and 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 become 
what they become. And she's like, it's, it's our fault. You know, we buy their stuff. We Mm -hmm. subscribe to their channels. We listen to their music. We, we buy their shirts. We buy their shoes. It's on us. I mean, we help to make them what we are. And that's speaking specifically to the people that are questioning, like, why is this a big deal? And why, you know, because he has like ultimate power with all the money that he has. Yes. But, you know, you what what is cancel culture? Do you believe in it? Uh, I think that he should be banned from social media so that he doesn't have a voice. Uh, when you cross the line of racist yes. stuff and anti-Semitic stuff, like and, you, you got you got to get did. people off of there because that is that incites real violence. Yes. Against people. Yep. Coded or not coded. It, haven't it, it, they it does. have enough? Yes. Haven't they had enough? My God. When I was in Europe, I was visiting this castle in Switzerland. And, it, you know, it was talking about the Middle Ages. This castle was built in like 1208 or something. And they were talking about how a plague came through. And they blamed the Jewish people for it. And I was like, are you kidding me? In 1208? Like, can they get a break, please? Yeah. What, so they're, it's just insane to me. How Jewish people have been blamed for everything. It's just, it's, mm, and now it we just have, makes me so angry. And now for we have no yay. reason. Yeah. Uh, and now we have yay. And it just, it, it's just frustrating. It's very frustrating. And and then you, and then you almost feel like if in a position like we're in, I I, I almost feel bad talking about it. Because we're adding to the mystique of him. Oh, we're, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, but we do have a job to do and <laughs> yeah. it is a big story. But you know what I yeah. mean? But I do. I'm like, we're kind of adding because he knows this is going to grab headlines. He knows it. Do you Even think, if, yeah. Do you think he's that calculated? Like, yes. he's like, I'm going to do this to get likes and to get yep. views. Absolutely. I think that's why he's a master marketer. I do. I I do. I can hold both of the, I can be completely irritated and not a fan and hold that thought in my head at the same time as I believe he's a master marketer and the master marketing and falling into the trap is what drives me crazy for, for what we do. And, and because we fall right we feed, into the trap. We fan the fire. <laughs> we feed the beast. Yeah. We really do. We feed the beast. But yeah, like you said, it's our job to talk about those top entertainment yep. stories. And yep. this is definitely top of mind for people today. Yeah. Something a little less. Uh, gross. <laughs> well, some people find it gross. Uh, the excess. But uh, so here are the room. So, you know, that we have Comic Con. We have Cinema Con and Horror Con. We have all these cons and. There's a BravoCon that birthed a couple of years ago, took a break during the pandemic, but BravoCon is back and it's this weekend, I believe. And the rumor is, and I saw a very interesting post by Countess Luann yesterday, right after the talk show. The rumor is that is where and when the network will finally announce what is happening with Roni with okay. Real Housewives of New York? Okay. Um, which makes sense if I'm Bravo, if I'm Universal, just like Comic Con and Star Wars Celebration, uh, I'm going to win D23. Mm. 
I'm going to make my big news at my own convention. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it there. So I believe we're going to hear something. And then Countess Luann added to that. And she posted a very specific cast photo. I, I, nothing, I don't think anything is accidental in this. She posted a picture of a couple years ago, BravoCon a couple years ago, with Tensley, Leah, Dorinda, Countess, and Sonia, who was the cast immediately after Bethany left. Okay, right, right. The only one missing here is Sonia. Um, but anyway, and Countess said, who's moving to NYC? Eva, Cynthia, hashtag reboot, we will see. Mm. <laughs> Are you ready, BravoCon? And I have a funny feeling based on that. And then Cynthia put a little heart. She commented and Sonia commented and she is going to be there. So Sonia is confirmed to be there. I think one or both of those ladies, Cynthia and Eva from Girls Trip, they are going to be added to the New York cast. Okay. I mean, I personally think Cynthia would be a better choice. Okay, well, see, I'm on the other end because I find Cynthia is boring. boring yeah, I know as, you as, think she's boring. Oh yeah. God. Um, yeah, you're right. Maybe and she's Eva a little would Debbie. Be... She's a little Debbie Downer too. Okay. Like this, the new. How far into Girls Trip are you? I just have those two episodes that I've watched. Okay, I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> oh, that's so right. You have everything else. Things. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. I, I will expand on this. Okay. Um. So stay right there. We'll be back right after this. Alexis and Don for the St. Paul Hotel, where they're presenting a live radio play of It's a Wonderful Life. This is so fun. It's December 1st through the 23rd at the St. Paul Hotel's Promenade Ballroom. The shows include a three-course luncheon for the afternoon performances and a three-course dinner for evening performances. Yes, and the food is amazing. It's playwright Joe Landry's acclaimed take on the 1946 Frank Capra classic, It's a Wonderful Life. It's the 16th season at the St. Paul Hotel with your favorite Christmas carols, delicious holiday meals, and the story of George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life, all done as an old-timey radio show. Perfect for family and friends. It's an old-fashioned 1940s Christmas, and the shows do sell out. Yes, so book your seats now at stpaulhotel.com. It's presented by Spare Key, a Minnesota nonprofit helping families bounce, not break, with housing assistance. Enjoy the show, and why not spend the night at the St. Paul Hotel. Yeah, they have special guest rates for It's a Wonderful Life, a live radio play. Close. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Get the touch of the healthy looking shimmery hair. Get the rich shampoo with a touch that's new. Touch of yogurt. Get oh. Now, Carol's put yogurt with natural organic protein into new shimmery, shiny Touch of Yogurt shampoo. So rich it makes your hair shimmer and shine and feel like silk. Clean, healthy, touchable silk. Touch of yogurt. Get the touch. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. This morning, watch wash your hair with a touch of yogurt. Yeah, last uh-huh. week it was beer, yeah, beer shampoo. Mm-hmm. Body on tap. That's right now. <laughs> touch of yogurt. yogurt. Just a uh-huh. touch. Just a touch. Just just a touch will do you. Yeah. Welcome back, 
Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is taking a few days off. Dawn slid over. Mike walked in, and here we are. This is Tuesday, October 11th. Uh, BravoCon is this weekend, and we're anticipating some news coming from Andy Cohen, especially on Real Housewives of New York. It's been off the air for over a year. They ruined it. Like Michael Rappaport said, they ruined it. Um, Who ruined it? He said, Ebony. Ebony. Okay. Ebony. Uh, Very opinionated. Yeah. They shot the golden goose and, uh, and now they have to pick up the pieces. And I agree with Michael. So what they, what I hope they do, and I don't think so. Now I have a funny feeling they're not going to do this. Now, remember the plan was to do a reboot and then do a legacy show. Right. So an all new cast that was younger. Yes. And like, but, but like Michael Rappaport said, do we want that? No, I don't want that. I don't want it. I just want maybe some new people. Yeah. Maybe throw a few new people that are causing trouble. We can, where we can see the best and worst of Countess Luann and Ramona yes. and don't make it serious. Just make no. it somebody like Diana on yes. uh, Beverly Hills. Nobody, nobody is tuning to Bravo to learn life lessons. And nobody. No. And they get so far away from the reason why we started watching it in the first, in the place, first place. Is to yes. peek in on the lives of ultra rich women who don't work a lot. No. Who have so many privileges and they whine about their life. Yeah. And they have just a cup of crazy in their recipe. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that your shoe line didn't launch the way it, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a way for us to. I don't know. I mean, there's some of them that you actually end up liking, but for the most part, let's stick to that plan. Yes. I I wonder about like the wealth. That's what I think about all the time with the yeah. with the Beverly Hills cast. Like, how much money do you have? Whenever yeah. they're just at a party and they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to buy this Birkin bag," you know, that's thirty four thousand dollars, and they didn't uh, even plan. They just went on no. a ski trip and they're like, "I really like that jacket." Boom. And it's, you know, $12,000. That's the stuff that fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Because I, well, I think that cast is the richest. I do, too. I think combined, though, that though that's real money. I mean, Kyle and, has endless amounts of money, yeah. it seems like. And, Bethany, of course, Diana. Bethany has always maintained that there's a good number of housewives that are all show and no go. <laughs> right. And I believe her. I, I truly think so. But... So Countess sent that post alluding she used the word reboot in her hashtag. So it makes me think that there isn't going to be two versions. There's just going to be one and it's just going to be the cast we know and love. And it's just going to be on Bravo. None of this Peacock crap. Oh, I like it on Peacock because I, I do can too. watch it. I do too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, I, I just think. They are, I know Bravo has so many damn commercials, but um, I think they're going to get rid of the two idea. Maybe mm. not. Maybe I'm totally, maybe there's, they're still going to do a reboot and a legacy. All I know is all that I would lay money down on a, in a Las Vegas table is yeah. we're going to get, by the time we come on the air on t- Monday, we're going to know what the plan is. And I think one of the ladies, either Eva or Cynthia from Atlanta Right. They, they're going to join the cast of New York. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I like that idea. 
I, I do too. Why can't we go to BravoCon? This is our job. We promote, we talk about Housewives yes. a lot. Why won't they pay a general admission ticket I see is $430? Yeah. If you're a Bravaholic, it's 825 And if you're an SVIP, it's super very important person. Super very important. It's 1950 Holy crap. I wonder what that gets well, you. Well, I can tell you if we have time here. Go ahead. We do. Let's see. Um, it's a three-day pass to the BravoCon. You okay. get uh, all three full days. Fast lane at venue entrance, premium seating at all the programming, fast lane access to a variety of Bravo themed experiences and uh, their photo ops, fast lane to all th- themed bars, uh, bizarre shopping experience. Uh, you get to be in one wa- watch what happens live with Andy Cohen taping. Um, the legendary is- ball with Andy. Um, there's a lot of other stuff, too. It is amazing. Intimate From Below Greece. Deck to Married to Medicine to Southern Charm. Right. It is amazing what Bravo, just in terms of pop culture, what Bravo has become. You know? Yeah. Considering it used to be a highbrow space for shows like Inside the Actor Studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It That's used to it. be. Yeah, yeah, which was great. Yeah, but then the turn that it made in the mid 2000s, you know, culminating in the late 2000s, the the, 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 like 08, 09, when they wanted to create an answer to Desperate Housewives, because that was burning up ABC. Yeah, that's true. So they wanted to create... A version, and it's they like did the real one. Yeah, the Real Housewives, thus the name. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, and then it just—that's the—that's the house that the, <laughs> the, the Housewives of the house. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the house that Andy built for Bravo. And now look at it. I mean, I, it's so many shows, and it's just a culture. So much so that they can have a con yeah, for a weekend. It's a great idea. I mean, good for them because. They should do more of these. So is there just one in L.A. and that's it? Because they should do four. They should do like um, New York, L.A., Chicago, and Dallas Mm -hmm. or something, you know. And I wonder, I wonder what the contracts are like, Don. I wonder, do the bra, you know, when they sign on new stars to these shows, to their shows. Yeah. I wonder if the in the contracts. Absolutely. They're, they have there is a stipulation where they have to go to these Bravo cons. You know, yeah. like Ru like you hear about RuPaul drag race contracts where they are they are obligated to be a part of so many spin-offs. You know, like three or four <laughs> yeah. spin-offs. Yeah. And I wonder with Bravo, you know, are they obligated to go to these cons? And if I'm them, if I'm a Bravo celebrity, it only helps you. Oh. It helps your it helps your OnlyFans. It helps your cameos. OnlyFans. Just saying. Do any of them have OnlyFans? Um, I don't know. I know some of them are cameos. Yeah, for sure. So They're all over cameo. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great workshops here. There are? I mean. We got to go next year. Yeah. I'll write. Let me write a letter to Dan. Oh, I'll write a nice email. He's not going to let us. He doesn't even let us have cake. 
I know. But I'm going to try. I'll write a really nice, sweet email. Dear Dan, I'll start like that. I really want to be on the Don't Be Tardy stage. Yes. Housewife to housewife. We'll do that. I'll write it a little bit later. (laughs) When we come back, everybody, uh, a marriage between one cable show and another cable show. Don has that story. Uh, Plus, an interesting development with Sister Act 3 that I noticed. Concerning Kathy and Jimmy and Whoopi Goldberg. That and more when we come back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 